Okay. We're in the midst of Storm Hannah in Ireland. It's a blustery day. Recording our fourth episode. A so great blustery day. Great blustery day. Um, so the plan for this podcast is to talk about how we structure our own training. Um, it'd be mostly what Dara doesn't do, and mostly what I'm told by Gabriel to do. So, yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about some things like... I think we'll this just get is to the it. classic case of yeah. uh, do what we say, not as we do. I s- you know... I've been doing split squats and that's one of the many assistance exercises in the program and like Jesus Christ get off your phone there Jesus so if anyone of uh, you listening has done a program and I imagine a few of you have it, I suppose the assistance exercises they're probably not even assistance they're like at a lower grade the ones I'm talking about yeah I'm talking about like the Superman planks and like quiet glute yeah they're not even glute. like derivatives of lifts they're literally basic functional bodybuilding exercises yeah functional bodybuilding that's what we can call them yeah no one's ever said that before <laughs> but uh so i was doing like i started off doing like split squats last week so just f- flat not not elevated split squats with two kettlebells or dumbbells and uh, i've been doing them so i did like 32 kilo dumbbells last night and they're significantly hard yeah they're very difficult i did overhead walking lunges there on monday night tuesday night i saw the video Mad. Thing overhead squats, one arm squats as well with kettlebell. The fact that you had a bigger quad pump from doing overhead walking lunges than you would from doing sets of squats at like two hundred and thirty kilos. Yeah, says a lot. Says a lot, doesn't it? That's why I'm doing them though. Yeah, those fucking split squats are so like nothing is really fatigued, but it's very very difficult. I don't know what's straining. Do you reckon me? Yeah, it's yeah, hard yeah. to place what's what I'm pushing with, but I feel like. Because I'm having issues with one quad, largely gone away, thanks to our boy Aaron Horshish. And his genius brain of his. Squat University. Um, but the f- I would imagine it came from not doing those things. Yes. And not having... Just I think almost every weightlifting injury or weightlifting yeah. pain I've ever had comes mm. from not doing the requisite work because it's like and just rushing into doing things too heavy it's like you know, if you, like if you're you know you, we've all seen that um number of injuries per 100 hours or whatever yeah and you know weightlifting that the olympic weightlifting specifically is at the bottom and you know what other sports and you're playing like soccer or rugby you just literally cannot train for the amount of movement like the amount of space you're moving your body through and the amount of yeah and the amount of variation is crazy so you you just can't so when you're doing stuff like weightlifting and powerlifting, um, to a lesser extent CrossFit, there's just no excuse for not doing those no, things. No. It, the only excuse is just laziness. Every injury is your own fault. Yep. Unless you have somebody writing your programs who's yep. telling you to do too much. Yeah. And then it's your own fault for choosing that program. That's the problem. So the two problem, two injuries would be, or two problems are probably, um, the. We're just having a minor argument between two tiny dogs that are on the floor of Gareth's kitchen. But um, so either come from loading or from you being lazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows Dave Tate from Elite FTS. You know, you remember Surely. Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, uh, the only injuries you should be getting from training are when you like do something stupid, like jam your finger between two plates. Yeah. He said your training should be laid out that well. And I really agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's being a little like... Um, I know a guy who broke his finger dropping dumbbells after doing some dumbbell bench. No way. Yeah. Was it you? No. Uh, David Nolan dropped a plate in his stone. He thought it was broken, actually. Really? Yeah. They and was it just because he was vegan? I imagine the plate was made of hummus or something. Or That's probably what it was. Yeah. 
their bone density is so low from not having milk. Is that true? No. <laughs> oh, I thought it's like that sounds plausible. No, no. Uh, so structuring training, uh, we. Okay. Prob- How many days a week do you train? So at the moment, it's yeah. five. Okay. Do you count uh, minor bodybuilding sessions? Yes. So between five and seven, so depending on how close to my brother's wedding in Portugal we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, training structure. Or sorry, I need to add to that as well. Or depending how distressed I am about an injury, that I need to do other stuff to fix it. Yes, I think so. Between seven, so <laughs> yeah. five and seven. So basically, you're training every day. How long do your sessions last for? So, so five real sessions are at le- average two and a half hours. I'd say. Okay. And then the f- fakey sessions are 30 to f- 40 minutes to an hour, say. And on the real sessions, how many times do you snatch and clean and jerk it? All of the time, basically. Okay, perfect. So, or snatch, some variation of some sort of snatch, some sort of clean jerk in every session. So, there's at least no, okay, that's probably not fair for people because they're not specific enough. There's at least there's about two full clean jerks. And then snatching, there's almost always two full snatches. And then yeah. plus or minus one power snatch session, maybe okay. two. So approximately three full snatches from the floor. Or three full snatches, three snatches from the floor. Yeah. Um, two full clean jerks from the floor. Then squatting, there is... Um, if there's no snatch balances, it's probably... Two to three back squat sessions and usually only one front squat session. Okay. And then if there's snatch balances, at least two back squats. And then there's almost only one front squat session. Okay. Um, pulls then are daily really. So it's almost every day really is snatch, squats and pulls at the end of the session. Yeah. And I'm maybe relying how much they are. Usually it's about eight sets of snatch and eight sets of pulls each. Okay. Of sets of two to five. Okay, and then in terms of your like strict pressing rolls, uh, so Gabriel only puts in push press is depending on what phase of a block we're in or whatever. Okay, I only see week to week and I don't pay attention to anything else. That's why I hired a coach because I don't want to. Yeah, but sometimes there's between one and two push presses maximum a week. Yeah, a strict press usually about two, no no less than one. Yes, yeah, yeah. And no more than two a week. Between one and two, basically. Yeah, that's how you could say it. <laughs> so if you have a less than tr- two. So it's less than or equal to. Or greater than one. Yeah. Uh, or equal to. Greater than equal to one. And then, so some days he puts in accessory. He'll just say, literally say accessory. And there'll be like a block at the end of that day. Yeah. For accessory. Buys and tries. Um... Usually I just go home because I'm tired, but if That's I just because you're lazy. So tired. Usually it's about four hours later. Yeah. Gabriel thinks like half an hour after three hour session is like, oh, I'll give him a break today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so usually I'll do like, I like split squats at the moment, really like them. Yeah. I think they're pretty useful. And then I'm doing, I'm fucking loving push-ups at the moment. Yeah, just Jesus, you're doing a lot of push-ups. Getting great at them too. Great mechanics for push-ups. See these arms? They're great. Yeah, tiny little short arms. So I'm doing a lot of push-ups because they're free volume for your titties as well, When you're especially when you're going abroad, you know? Yeah. Great for triceps. I think at this point you should tell everyone that you've basically become a bit of a 
uh, semi-pro bodybuilder. I've been in great shape at points, haven't I? Don't You've been it. in good shape. Say great shape, I was. At points in the past. When I made an effort. I've Garth been. basically is going to see a beach this summer and yeah. he's losing his mind. I'm going to put up that photo <laughs> of me in my kitchen. I look like an amateur bodybuilder, don't I? You do look a very amateur bodybuilder. My problem is, because you, cause sometimes I can get into that shape. When I'm not in that shape, I'm like, I can get there. So I don't yeah, make much yeah, effort yeah. until it's like, oh shit. Yeah. You know yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so Dara, tell us um, what my training is like. So well, currently, what's your training like? So your goal at the moment is is to do a powerlifting competition. Yeah. And you're making some moves. I yeah. know sometimes I might make fun of you, but you have a lot going on and you still, you still so get done. So at the moment, it's kind of changed as, in the, as of the last week, but at the moment, just with the amount of work I'm doing, um, kind of with my postgrad and stuff like that, I'm doing like a master's. So it's a load of hand-ups, um, a lot of presentations. So mm-hmm. I'm basically in like a maintenance phase. I'm Par- not, when I'm training, I'm not yeah. doing a lot of volume in the sessions. Powerlifting is much easier to be in a maintenance phase. Yeah, a lot easier. And like I've kind of been at this phase where my deadlift has been improving slightly for the last mm-hmm. four months. Yeah, like three months anyway. So I, I'm kind of just through the use of kind of fewer <laughs> sets. Keep going. <laughs> through the use of um, fewer sets and kind of shorter sessions. Just keeping my numbers kind of above 95%. Not having any drop-off, but I've definitely had a drop-off in my snatch um, and my jerk just because I'm doing a lot of bench pressing. Um, How are you benching at the moment, actually? I'm seeing much your bench. Did like 120 for like 10 sets of two. Oh, yeah? Tuesday. 10 sets of 120? Yeah. You're doing any dips? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, did dips yesterday. So... I suppose... I'm getting like what thing causes that chest pain and dips sometimes coming forward to be honest I think it's your shoulders drifting forward yeah and like recruiting lats I think it's like or recruiting too much pec I think it's like just poor mechanics yeah not well, setting your shoulders so back you don't think it's um, a kind of a genetic thing do you no I don't think so go on um, so yeah my training at the moment usually looks like I hit a top set of squats um Usually one heavy single or double every week, one kind of top volume set mm-hmm. every week, and then a heavy pull of some sort every week. Um, but th- this is a maintenance thing. This is abs- and I'm not like yeah. I'm not going to make any progress doing this. The, but it's it's very good to maintain that kind of. Trip. Yeah, it that, is, and it's like it's very efficient. My sessions are taking like an yeah. hour, an hour and a half. That's why, if anyone again doesn't need to seek programs. You'll notice they don't sound anything like that really no and like as of kind of the start of this week um as i we was saying earlier bar the session i did in city gym where i was kind of wanting to hit some kind of higher end numbers mm-hmm. because i was training with some power lifters yeah arthur in particular and i wanted to try and get some tips mm-hmm. um my training's gone back to a lot more volume yeah um so like on sunday did some sets of eight in the squat yeah um because you, you know you've a lot of time now yeah to be training. yeah and I, like I have to stop being lazy as well, you know, like yep. work is how you get better. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's easy to do like heavy d- sets. Don't do very easy. Set. And they're, they're like super enjoyable sessions. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, they're the session you do when you're like feeling a bit down, going yeah. into the gym. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck everyone. 
and you end up doing like a double on the squat, a single on a, a deadlift, and then mm-hmm. something heavy overhead. Like you know, it's. I had like war on myself yesterday. I was doing split jerks in the rack. Yeah, and uh, I'd done some like six sets of power snatch or something, and then I had to do eight sets, of, eight sets of jerk or something from the rack. Yeah, and like I got up to, it was up to one fifty for doubles, but there was numerous threes and twos before that, and I got up to. So when I got to like, so I did my f- I said one set of twenty three at one twenty, and then it was single at one thirty, and I was, it was so shit. So I had to go back down, <laughs> and I was lit- I was literally like you know I was berating myself. Yeah, and I had I literally had to do like four five sets of hundred kilos, and then another two sets at one twenty, and then finally I did all my sets. So I did my like an hour doing split jerks. And oh, it's it's something with doing jerks from the rack. I actually did jerks from the rack and push press from the rack yesterday. The you blocks. just need sets. But the blocks, jerk from rack is, is more useful than jerk from the so. blocks. There's too much yeah. energy in the bar when you're in rack. Yeah, yeah, From yeah, the yeah, blocks, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a different movement. I like, I like to, lately I like to think of it like, you know, doing the lifts. It's like, um, it's like a test, you know. <laughs> Every lift is like, do you know the answer to it, you know. And even if you do yeah. it again, you're like, I know the answer to this. I should be able to do this again, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it helps, like. Yeah. And then if it gets too heavy, you obviously don't know the answer. <laughs> but uh, you were so you're doing some. Yeah. So in the next, by the end of June, basically, I want to do 200 kilo back squat for 10. Um, and I need to get above 250 in a deadlift. And that would kind of make me some way happy on the inside. Yeah. Um, you started mix gripping as well lately, haven't you? Yeah. Because I've always deadlifted with straps. I've done a lot of work with my hands and the grip has never ever been an issue for me and i have ridiculously long fingers so mm-hmm. um when i started going to mix grip mix grip is easier for me to pull with than straps is that makes zero sense yeah it's just do you, think you get a bit more upright no i think i get a lot more tension in the bottom position i just pay more attention to it yeah um and definitely with like trying to get my upper back involved mm-hmm. trying to get more tension through like just as my shoulders trying to get them to round forward a small bit in the bottom position for my deadlift and kind of ratchet into that bottom position i don't tend to do it with straps on and when i have straps on i tend to really open my chest up like really tighten my lats back mm-hmm. which isn't something like if i'm trying to get a really open chest to set up for like a snatch mm-hmm. i'm not i'm gonna do the opposite for a deadlift you know yeah I want like my upper back to just start coming forward obviously it's not optimal mechanics but it is yeah for lifting the most weight in the deadlift um so it's just been really easy and it did plenty sets in the last week or so just with a mixed grip and with just double underhand yeah. or double overhand um no hook grip so are you are you gonna switch up your mixed grip and your warm-up sets yeah i've been switching it over and back yeah. um it's feeling different across each set yeah I d- and i didn't think it would but it, when i get to kind of north of 220 mm-hmm. if i supinate like turn my right hand out it feels very very weird yeah feels weird yeah feels weird across like the front of my shoulder so i don't know is it from that small bit of an injury i had back, probably like, a few months back probably time for you to start taking a lot of reps in the deadlift too i'd imagine yeah yeah definitely in the deadlift like whatever about reps in the squat i think i don't like i probably don't need to go over sets of like five on the squat but i think on the deadlift and on some rack pulls and stuff maybe some sets of 10 really start fatiguing myself and those will really help 
yeah, I feel like you, you should be able to do kind of eight with like two twenty and yeah. eight with two twenty. You should be like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm at a kind of weird stage with my deadlift now, so I failed two fifty six times since November, and six it's times. like yeah easy as fuck until i get to like the attachment point of my patella tendon so just below my knee yeah really easy and then like the wheels come off start shaking Mm -hmm. and everything explodes and then i just have to like i can't pull it any further and then if i bring it to blocks and i bring it to like the center point of my kneecap so Mm -hmm. literally like five centimeters higher Mm -hmm. i've done 300 kilos from blocks i don't know if i've really ever been convinced that block pulls do anything for anyone though yeah. I've never really been... And I've heard a lot of other powerlifters talk about this, that just, it's just not really the same thing. No, and like... I've heard we've heard weightlifters talk about this too. Oh, yeah. For for weightlifting, I definitely don't think block pulls. Because it is Our a block different... Snatches, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't... Like, it's such a different movement from the floor. And that's like... It's never convinced me, really. No, and Gabriel has kind of mirrored our views in it that you don't need to be lifting from blocks mm-hmm. any of the kind of eastern block or russian lifters you hear talking about blocks are mm-hmm. like no blocks like you've you tried like you were saying those kind of medium blocks yeah you tried them for fairly consistently for a while and fairly heavy and it didn't really make any difference yeah i did like two kind of micro cycles and it made Zero virtually difference. no difference and I, I like you hear powerlifters be like yeah, yeah this is this is going to work you know this is fucking this is going to be it now. I'm going to fucking get past my sticking point. Yeah. But like a lot of times, like when people ask us about sticking points, they're like, how do I, how do I get past that sticking point to my squat? It's yeah. like, it's not a sticking point. No. You just weren't strong enough to make the lift. Yeah. And like, I had this conversation with Arthur in City Gym on Tuesday and I was like, I can't accept it as a sticking point because as a, f- a concept, I don't really believe in sticking no points. You're just not strong enough. Yeah, and we're like, end of, I think. it's the same thing. It's like, you're going to have the same problem. So like, I'm going to have a problem with my hips coming too far back, my shoulders coming too far forward all mm-hmm. the time. All that happens as I get stronger is, yeah. that will gradually happen. So it might happen at 250 now. Yeah. As I get stronger, it might happen at 270, at 300. Mm-hmm. Like, the only, like a sticking point, the only thing it might be related to it's certainly not going to be fixed by using a specific range of motion in that lift. No. It may be a technique issue. It could be, yeah. But most likely it's you're just not strong enough. Yeah. So unfortunately. Or fortunately. And, like, and even if it is a technique issue, just getting stronger is going to fix it anyway. Yeah. You know, or like unless it's a glaring issue, but like... Yeah, especially in the, in the power lifts. Yeah. Not to... Not to belittle power lifts, like... Or like they have their own challenges compared to compared to um the weightlifting. Yeah. You need a different kind of patience, I think, for the uh the power lifts. Like the thing is with weightlifting, like if you're say if you're snatching one fifty, mm-hmm. like you mightn't be able to snatch like you might suddenly snatch one fifty five because of technical change. Yeah. And cueing yourself differently or different mm-hmm. prep. Whereas like you're never going to have a two and a half percent increase on a power lift unless you're like like super primed or whatever. Yeah, you're you're never going to be like that thing in the squat clicked and I just did three ten. You know? Yeah, and like, it's it's you, not like you've you've got to and you can kind of like you can really fuck around in weightlifting too somehow. Like you can be like a dickhead while you're training for weeks on end, and yeah. then as long as you're training hard, 
you'll get you might get that 155 yeah, so. yeah. whereas in powerlifting if you haven't been on like all right in six months time i need to be exactly here and and if you don't have that patience to be like week one i'm doing three by eight i'm not gonna add any weights even though it feels super easy week two i'm not gonna add any weights because even though it still feels easy and then like you're not like you need to have that kind of it's kind of like the patience bodybuilders have for like nutrition and stuff yeah you know? And it's like if if the base of the triangle isn't there, you just don't go any higher. Yeah. Whereas like with weightlifting, you can. Now weightlifting's one of the hardest things I've ever done. But you can kind of be a dickhead sometimes. You, you definitely can. can. Yeah. In in but and you can like, to a certain extent. Yeah. But for definitely with powerlifting, you can. Um, it it definitely needs that kind of. But thing with powerlifting too, then you, you if you do that for years on end, you'll reap the rewards because it's much simpler yeah. though. Even though it's kind of. It's not easy, but it's very simple. When you look at like, or when you hear like Eddie Cohen talking about a training, it's like, mm-hmm. not like virt- very little exercise variation, mm-hmm. very little like huge spikes in training load. It's yeah. just consistent. It's like, it's like stiff like it. Twice a year. Yeah. A month before the competition, he starts doing low bar squats mm-hmm. and competition bench. Mm-hmm. It's like super consistent. He was like stiff like a deadlifts, high bar squat, low bar squat, like close grip bench. Not yeah, mention a few other things, and um, if you like, I think sometimes powerlifters try and make their training a bit too complicated. Like they try to get Jim Wendler said it. that when he was talking about five three one. I love not you know what nov means N O V. No, north of veg. <laughs> don't know. He's like you always need to be staying north of veg, like when you're training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know. Keep but, it. Yeah, it's like Wendler said about his training. He's like the whole time he was like. A competitive powerlifter, he was always looking for these like super complicated programs. Yeah. Um, like really trying to push the limits. And then it was when he retired and he was just like training to train and he was like an older athlete. Yeah. He started coming up with five three one. Yeah. And he was like, Holy shit, the most simple training program imaginable is giving me huge rewards. People um people just I'm loads of times anyone who's asked me about stuff on Instagram or in real life will be like what should I do? And I'm like, well, if you don't do our programs, I'd do 531. Yeah. And just do it for the next 20 years and you'll be a tank. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you just yeah. keep at it, like, it's just, uh, I understand. We both understand. You're like, that's, that's, no, I don't want, this is too slow. Like, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you look back, you're like, oh, I made great progress. But in the six months, you're adding like two and a half kilos to your two and a half RM bench. Or something. Imagine, like, but like, if you had, if you had started 531 five years ago, you'd be a beast now. I did it when I was 16, you know? Yeah. It was only if I had not if I had not started weightlifting, I would have kept going with it. Yeah, what I, like I think it is the perfect um, squatting, pulling, and pressing program for a strength and conditioning gym. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's not going to take a huge amount of time. Yeah, there's not a huge amount of sets. Mm-hmm. You get it done three times a week, and it's like consistent. But then you get things like like members get kind of fed up with the mundane, and suddenly they're like doing twenty reps on the squat, and like it might get small bit more buy-in and like yeah you know, it needs to be like you kind of you kind of wonder what like when it's programming for groups of people like that who are paying mm-hmm. for an experience how much of that programming is just being done for yeah novelty's sake i am um, not saying novelty isn't important but like no for sure and i know most people need to enjoy their training and i don't i don't uh, judge people for doing that but at the end of the day I don't really think novelty is important to progress. No. it's but Well, no, it's not important to progress if you're an athlete trying it, to lift yeah. bigger weights. If but you're like 
someone who's trying to get back into training and become healthy and yeah. stay with training it's it is important because adherence is probably it is the most important thing yeah i would i would imagine like it's like physio like physically it's not important at all there is no need for variation realistically no only for a very few weeks if a very specific problems come up but then for the rest of the year you just need to be doing this and this small bit yeah small bit more yeah yeah so like um yeah so like okay back on track yeah um, what our trading is structured like yeah just gonna live on instagram see if anyone's listening um Garf, just for anyone who doesn't know Gurf has gotten the most feminine phone case you could ever imagine it's really practical though it's it's highly practical but it's also like yeah i don't know it's like something out of a lego store how am i gonna put this up here now um so i can't see anything people are listening can you everyone can you just hear what i'm saying that doesn't matter anyway um <laughs> so yeah what what my training is going to look like is um i'm going to keep eights on the squat for the next kind of five sessions so that's going to get me through till the start of the week after next yeah so like tuesday week i'll finish with eights yeah um gonna go from eights down to fives then I'm going to do kind of six or eight sessions of fives mm-hmm. and then I'm going to do fives and threes and that's going to bring me up north of 215 kilos yeah and then I'm going to go for a set of 10 at 200 kilos set of 10 200 kilos yeah um, that's the aim so when you're training with Arthur there at the weekends what kind of was he changing anything was he was he suggesting things he was like it's just it's small things and it's things like I wouldn't usually think of it like low bar back squatting and stuff. Yeah. Um, just like that low bar position is tight for me, you know. So kind of looking at that, he didn't even really change anything that much. Yeah. Um, a big thing I took away from the session was he was doing, I think he did six sets of five at the bench press, and I can't remember what weight they were, but it was like a heavy bench press. Mm-hmm. Um, and his technique and the consistency of te- his technique with bench pressing over. Yeah. A huge amount of sets and reps mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Yeah, Arthur's incredibly consistent. Yeah, and like I'm He's used so jacked as well. So, oh, if anybody hasn't seen Arthur. Arthur's physique but, recently, but it's only in real life. Not even on Instagram when I saw him in real life, I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, he shredded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it like my kind of experience with watching powerlifters lift um is from UL, mm-hmm. and you tend to see the entire spectrum of people who are really serious all the way to the people who are just fuck boys in there wasting time yeah um but people don't approach bench pressing with the same kind of veracity or like same kind of intensity that we tend to associate with snatches or clean and jerks or yeah. even heavy squats mm-hmm. whereas when you see like a true athlete like arthur or someone like that going after bench pressing it's technical perfection under heavy weights mm-hmm. all of the time yeah that's why he's benching 185 kilos or 82. Yeah, I'm not sure what his max is, but like he was north of 140 kilos for all sets and just phenomenal form all the time. And that's that's definitely the weakest point of kind of my power lifts is my bench, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, you're still doing, you said 120, 10 by 2 there. Yeah. I kind of just like have a lot of kind of bullshit strength mm-hmm. in bench pressing from kind of years of doing it 
on my own for rugby and stuff like that you know yeah. and i think a lot of that is just hung around um and kind of body weight does help me out there what body weight do you know uh 109 109 kilos yeah fat bastard yeah gained a bit of weight in the last month how was the 200 by two yesterday uh tuesday was it tuesday yeah very easy when do you think you do a competition uh, two fifty. No win. Oh, uh, January, December, uh, around that time. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I want to have a competition when I, where I'm going to have a bit of crack at it as well. You know. I suppose speaking of Arthur as well, we're um, there's a the unorthodox super total in the works. Yeah. So we're going to do s- super exciting. Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. Actually, it's um, snatch, clean and jerk, front squat. Strict press and strapped deadlift and straps and the snatch. We're gonna strap and snatch. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Actually, yeah. There's no reason not to. Um, gonna do that. And then I th- we're thinking maybe just one attempt on the deadlift. Yeah. You want to get one go. Yeah. And the strict press. We're kind of playing around with ideas for the squad as well of having it like. Yeah. A certain weight for maximum reps or. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. Well, we were thinking. Maybe for the qualifier. It'll be a two times body weight, max reps. Max so we're reps, thinking about yeah. an online qualifier. You're gonna do, say, let's say, you you're whatever, two hundred kilos, and you do two hundred and for how many reps in training? Yeah. You submit the video, t- online, Instagram, whatever. You pay like a small entering fee to that, so maybe yeah. a five euro or something, maybe one euro. It doesn't matter. Something just to so you've committed, and then we'll we're thinking no more than twenty people maybe in the competition. Yeah. Hopefully, we'd like to say 10 men and 10 women. Yeah. And but we want to try and keep the standard high so it's like... Yeah, good good numbers. Getting after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like... We're going to try and make it as fair as possible too so that it's not going to be just weightlifters winning because it's going to be a lot easier yeah. for weightlifters to make up the difference. Well, depends how good the powerlifters who join you are too. Yeah. And I I think we can't discount some very strong crossfitters. Someone from Moscow said hello. Hello. Because um, um, there are like, that's probably going to be like a really competitive. Yeah, I think the press would could be smarter in the works because most weightlifters actually are pretty shit at strict pressing. Yeah, strict press is going to be. Yeah. Whereas a lot of powerlifters of strict press is north of 100 kilos. Fucking hell! I remember the first time I jerked 120, I failed a 60 kilo strict press. Yeah, I've seen Clarence fail like an 80, 90 kilo strict press. Yeah. So, and in the front squat, will just be normal front squat. Will we let the powerlifters do cross armed? Yeah, yeah, just any front squat. You reckon? Yeah, that's probably yeah. fair. And then snatch, clean, jerk. Um, we're going to be very loosey with the old rules and the snatch, clean, jerk, pressing out and stuff. I don't. Yeah, think yeah, yeah. It's not go- like. It's going to be ground to overhead yeah. and then ground to shoulder to overhead. Um, probably no hitching on the deadlift though. I just don't like the yeah. way it looks. And then strict press, whatever. Well, it'd be hard to judge that one. Yeah, just no knee bending. No knee bending. And we'll let people do what they do. Yeah. And then the front squat, just, it's, you either make it or you don't, I suppose. Yeah. And then... if As well, if, if you guys have suggestions, yeah, do write in or what you want to see or if there's something... Like, we want this to be mm-hmm. the better version of the clock up power weekend that normal people can compete in. Yeah, we, we're... We'll, if anyone wants to come from abroad, we're more than happy. Because we're hoping for a cash prize. Yeah. Hopefully a fairly sizable cash prize. Yeah. But probably... So... 
depending on who enters i'm not too sure yet if if, if enough women enter we'll do one male one winner cash prize yeah but if not we'll try to figure out a way that the women have just as much possible just as much possibility to win the cash prize too definitely yeah 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 it'll maybe be a combination of wilk and sinclair but if that doesn't seem to be the f- most efficient way to do it the first way we might do something else like um, yeah as you might have heard yeah or you might be picking up we haven't discussed this a huge amount. No, we're just saying it's, it's it. like in the baby stages of form yet. Clarence is competing though. Yeah. Um, and we're probably going to get a few other big names as well. We might not let Clarence win though, if just in case. <laughs> Unless there's other good people, then it, hopefully it'll be competitive. But yeah. if it's just if it's Clarence and everyone else, then Clarence can't win. Sorry, Clarence. Um, we'll try to do a live stream. Obviously, a free live stream, whatever. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And then hopefully get some sponsors. Thinking late August. May, mid to late, or sometime in August, really. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be in, most likely in City Gym in Limerick and at Arthur Lynch, he'll be helping us out a lot. Yeah. But if we find another venue, we'll go there. Um, yeah. Other than that, hopefully it'll be, I, I, I most likely won't be competing in Dara. We'll probably be running the show, hopefully. Yeah, I, I, we won't be, I won't be competing, I'd say. We'd like to get some good sponsors for two. Yeah. Um, if anyone has any suggestions. Yeah, like, hopefully not some sponsors. Well, whoever really. Hopefully CBD oil or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So tomorrow we're doing our our third seminar now in a third weightlifting seminar in Wolf on Fitness. Yeah. Um, it should be good. We're gonna try and kind of snap some videos of the the content where we yeah. share at the seminars and yeah. Um, and what people can kind of expect when they come to them. Yeah. We've got a few more gyms onto it, it's us as well. So mm-hmm. if you are interested or if you are mm-hmm. training in a gym where you think you might be interested, just tell them to give us a shout because yeah. we're trying to organize dates and stuff and we're we're away a bit next year. So do get onto us. Uh, We'd definitely be interested. We're going to start rolling out some strength seminars, so not weightlifting. Yeah. They'll be... Uh, yeah, just general athlete seminars. Yeah. So do... There's a lot of stuff in the works. Another really interesting we've coming up um, is our super total program. Yeah, and that's going to be something that everybody is asking us about. Yeah, there's a lot of super totals. Everyone's asking about because I think a lot of people like the idea of weightlifting, but I suppose most people think that when you do weightlifting, you kind of put se- strength in the back seat, and then they're kind of not wrong to a certain extent. No, and like definitely like. Unless your you deadlift does not increase. No, it doesn't. It, and like it's well, it does. It does. If you're talented, it does. But yeah. You know, in fairness, it's on not a fair. Whole. To, it's not fair to say that your deadlift will go up. No. Your deadlift will get better, but like mine went up over the years, but yeah, it mostly only went up because I gained weight and squ- my squat. So, and with your bench, you really like you can't really be benching that much. No. So I understand that there's a lot of recreational lifters now, thanks to um, you know the internet. And it's great that want people want to snatch clean jerk. I, I, I kind of, I don't really see why not, why people can't learn to snatch clean jerk. And, like and do some strength training. Around it. Like you don't have to be, you don't have to be, um, you know, that kind of elitism around weightlifting. No. I don't think it's, uh, there's a lot of hate for American weightlifters because a lot of them are just kind of, what would you say? They're kind of, um, not backyard weightlifters, but they're, uh, a lot of recreational weightlifters. Yeah. And, and like, I don't but there's nothing wrong with someone being like, what would be wrong with weightlifting being on the equivalent of 
someone said to someone, be like, what's your bench? Be like, what's your clean jerk? You know? Yeah. Or what have you front squatted or something like that? Like, I don't see anything wrong Yeah, with and it just kind of makes weightlifting a lot more approachable for general populations. But even well. even if you forget about that, like, how yeah. much more well-rounded does it make you as a as a general person as training? As a human. As a human being training, like, <laughs> it does make you, like, it, there's so many benefits to it. Like, yeah. So The other side of super total programs and kind of more general strength work is that there's a lot more hypertrophy work as well. Yeah. And on a whole, a lot of traditional weightlifting programs don't have any bodybuilding in them. Ours do have a lot. Or else they have a huge amount, you know. Yeah. Um, like ours does. Mm-hmm. Ours has a lot of accessory work in it. But if you're looking to get stronger and a bit bigger yeah. and in better shape. Yeah. I, I like the idea of a super total. Tr- yeah. For myself personally, if, like, if I wasn't so heavily committed to weightlifting, yeah, I would very much like the idea of, and I do a lot of deadlifts. But say even there, when I did like sumo deadlifts, when I tried it there for a week, it's probably a bad example. But like I did injure like my hip flexor <laughs> and one of my legs. Like, and I, I would love to be able to bench as well at the moment. Yeah, it's just not feasible at Girl's all. bench is terrible. It could be great though. Is the problem? <laughs> it could be great. Like I bench like I bench like once a year, so yeah. Like I benched there for like six weeks in a row, and I went from doing eights like got eighty kilos to one twenty. Like, yeah. So yeah. I would love to know what I could properly do, but it's just not feasible at all. Not when you have to do no. like eight sets of jerk and like. And not when you're chasing very big numbers in the Olympic lifts. Yeah, like Gabriel said, his best was like one twenty or something. Yeah. And like I know, like Clarence himself even says, so he's benched two hundred, but he says he's better. He's rack a bar, and like Clarence has like some shoulder issues at the moment and stuff. So yeah, he's um he, like it's just not feasible to do both. And it's not feasible to use Clarence as an example no, for not. anything, because he is the ultimate genetic talent. Um, in terms of deadlift too, while you're weightlifting, like your deadlift gets, um, I feel like your like your deadlift kind of gets slower. <laughs> you like your heavy weights gets yeah kind of slower in some ways. Like your light weights get fast, but you're you're just not used to that kind of just pulling a Riding. heavier weight. Yeah, because like. Even everyone who's done weightlifting will know that, like, when you do pulls, you're like, "How the fuck am I cleaning this? Like, or how am yeah, I snatching yeah, this?" Yeah. And then, and a really interesting thing that came up when we were looking at my deadlift, mm-hmm. or like what Arthur said about my deadlift when he saw it was the position that I'm failing at, or the position at my knee, is like perfect clean position. Mm-hmm. My shoulders are over the bar. Mm-hmm. My, my knees are back over my heels. Yeah, but it's. The opposite of what I want for a deadlift. It's the total opposite. It's the absolute opposite. He was like, why the fuck are your knees so far back? Yeah. Why are your shoulders in yeah. front of the bear? Yeah. I was like, this is perfect, though. And yeah. he was like, no, no, it's, it's, it's not. You're not trying to clean 235 kilos. Like, you see that a lot sometimes, too. People say, like, uh, crossfitters who are doing deadlifts, sometimes they end up... So they're doing their mixed grip deadlifts, and they have their chin tucked down, and their they're kind of back is straight. Yeah. But then... They start with their shoulders over the bar, and then they pull with their shoulders over the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through. And um, it just, it just, it's just... They're worse. two very different yeah. pulls off the floor. And trying to mix them makes everything worse. Way so, worse. So it'd be a lot better if you just did a clean deadlift, or you did a deadlift. Yeah. Because then you're not confusing your pull, especially when you're trying to learn technique and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're doing, if you're doing that kind of weird hybrid, and you all know what it looks like. We've you, all seen it. Yeah. And like, it's, it's hard for us even not to do it. It's obvious, yeah. yeah that's that's why I'm failing at 250 every time. You know, Ian, like one of our friends, Ian Dara, said it. Like, you know, you can never unlearn the clean pull. If you've just no, been a weightlifter, no, no, no. you'll never unlearn it. You like, you'll, you just, you'll, like, it's just hard. It's so hard. That's why I found sumo deadlifts much easier. Really? Because it's just so different to the lifts. Yeah. 
that like you can just learn the right way to sumo deadlift. But if you're trying to go from weightlifting while still doing weightlifting, yeah, and then doing your clean pulls or your so your deadlift, it's just you're like like the speed the speed aspects where you're pulling fast. And like the last thing you want to do is be sitting pulling behind the bar and stuff. So yeah, the very last thing in weightlifting is as the bar passes your knees for your shoulder to be behind it. Yep. That's like yep. end game. This is going to be terrible. I'm yeah, you're never going to make that. Like no. So yeah. So hopefully we've we're going to just uh, record our first Instagram TV video there now. I do a bit longer on what we're going to do it on. Haven't we decided? I suppose. No, we got some really good suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do really appreciate when people reply to the story and give us good suggestions. Yeah. So if you have any suggestions. Yeah, we seem to have a very knowledgeable follower base. Yeah, we don't have the same kind of gay comments like Clarence's. And I don't mean as in gays and th- like their stupid comments. I mean literal like like homoerotic comments. Yeah, people like, want to wrong see with that. Clarence naked. Yeah. But that's not that kind of Instagram TV video. No. Someone said boobs, which that was actually potty. But We're going to actually... Sure probably boobs. today or else tomorrow in the Instagram TV video look at structuring of the training week and where you can kind of slot your days in yeah. where you can slot in certain exercises where maybe you need a rest after certain exercises yeah um, I think today we might do the how to learn the Olympic list as a powerlifter while still powerlifting oh, while we're talking about it yeah, yeah. okay see you later bye 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 guys